Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 25. We speak with a Vegas visitor who contracted coronavirus after arriving in town to celebrate his birthday, how he's doing, and what he experienced. You'll hear about it coming up. Plus, if you haven't heard, masks are a thing, and some people continue to protest wearing one. A Facebook Live post that has people shaking their heads. We have the clips so you can hear for yourself. Bars in Las Vegas are back to phase one. Our case numbers have continued to remain high recently. Nevada's governor feels allowing less people to converge in one area may help. Hey, everyone. I'm Dana Roselli. And I'm Sean McAllister. Yeah. And as with everything that our governor has implemented in order to try and keep coronavirus numbers down here in the state of Nevada, people have a lot to say about this. And obviously, there is a good portion of uh, the population here in uh, the southern part of the state, really, I imagine all over, but people who just say, no, that this rolling back of the regulations and rolling back of opening up specifically for bars is really an unfair thing. And it unfairly impacts smaller businesses that are just trying to stay afloat right now. Yeah, it's a hard one. Uh, it's so like, you know, you just see so much back and forth. And I think everyone makes good points and you feel for everyone. But I guess we just have to do what we're told. I feel like there's people higher than us that know what's going on and see things that we don't see and see data. And and, and I guess we just we just got to go with the flow. It's sad for these businesses, you know, that have opened and then have to close. I know a lot of bartenders are now out of work again, and it is very stressful. And then there's that debate, Sean, with people saying, well, why close the local bars, like you said, uh, and not close, you know, the casinos? They say it's the same thing. But I think what the governor's trying to say is, is it's like, let's figure out a way to get people to be more separated, and I guess maybe he feels casinos are a little bit more separated and they have the precautions in place. Yeah, well, I believe even bars inside casinos, if they don't serve food, if it's not a bar restaurant kind of situation, even those bars uh, have to close down. And I know that there are uh, some casino operators, specifically station casinos. I saw that um, the bartenders who had to once again be sent home from their jobs, um, Station Casinos was going to pay those bartenders until okay. things open back up again. But yeah, so bars that don't serve food, those are shut down. If it's a bar restaurant kind of deal and it's an indoor situation, people can be served alcohol with their meals, um, but they have to be sitting at a table, can't be served from a bar top. Um mm -hmm. But even in indoor restaurants, the numbers are rolling back. And I think there was like six people allowed inside or something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, six people at a table or something. Yeah, something like that. You can't have bigger groups than that. But and then I know he's encouraging outdoor dining. That was another stress that he put out there. But, you know, it's it's difficult because on a day like today, uh, it's 110 degrees out. So. Yeah. Um, it can be so the, the places that have the covered patios with the misters and things like that will definitely benefit. But um, you can eat indoors, but he was just encouraging if you could. So maybe you go out later at night or you go early in the morning to breakfast and, and maybe lunch isn't a thing. I don't know. It, it's up to you and it's up to your your personal preference, I guess. 
Yeah, and really a big emphasis that um, the governor spoke about when when he rolled back these uh, opening plans to a phase one level for bars. He just he stood there and he said, "Listen, just wear a mask." If ninety five percent of the population wore a mask, we would reduce our numbers so drastically that we would be able to get back open and mm-hmm. get back to more of a sense of normalcy. But as we've seen, there's a lot of people who refuse to wear a mask. Uh, yeah, one of them is uh, Genevieve. <laughs> I, I laugh because uh, we're going to play a clip from this Facebook Live that she posted. She was visiting Las Vegas. Her post has pretty much gone viral, especially in Las Vegas, as people continue to watch it and kind of shake their heads. But she was visiting the win and decided to do a Facebook live when her and her friends refused to wear a mask and they were asked to leave. And here's the deal right now you're required to wear a mask in any business, um, whether it's public or it's owned privately. The governor made that statement and made that rule a couple weeks ago. And the problem is that the business itself can get fined. So they are trying to, Abide by the rules. Got to wear a mask. Genevieve wasn't having it. She went to Facebook Live, and Sean, boy, it's an earful, isn't it? Yeah. Hold on to your britches. Listen to this. <laughs> you know, you know that this mandate is is there's no law. It's illegal, and it is unconstitutional. But yet we are getting walked out by staff. Yeah. Let's say we, we take a little walk. Yeah. Let's, let's turn around. Let's turn around. Let's get, we have to tell our friend something. Let's see what they do. All right, so now what we're doing is we're being followed by two. Excuse me, ladies. Oh, yeah, ladies. yeah. I'm coming, I'm coming, we'll get our friend. Okay. We have to get our friend. Stop recording on the casino floor for private property, okay? Your friend right there, so. No, I know, but we're, we're trying to get our friend because what you guys are doing is illegal and unconstitutional. You making us do a mask, which is unhealthy for me, it's against uh, HIPAA and any kind of health regulations, and you're forcing me to be unhealthy. So I've got to have proof by my attorney. When you're forcing me, or you're telling me I can't stay and I'm a, a free American, but yeah, you're following me. Yeah. Yeah, you said no, ma'am. Right. So my point is, is that we wanted to come and enjoy Vegas. We're here. We're enjoying the casino and you're telling us we can't enjoy as free Americans because we're not wearing a, an unhealthy mask. That actually is more dangerous for us than the COVID. I'm actually looking for the COVID. And guess why? Guess what Fauci said. Uh, yeah, Fauci said we can't, we, 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 shouldn't, we shouldn't wear masks, that they're symbolic. Yeah, he just said He that just today. recently, share, share, share guys, this is what it's like. We're in Las Vegas, this is America, and we're basically being escorted around because we don't have masks on. We're trying to find our friend here so that we can actually, uh, you know, uh, let them know. I mean, everyone is like sheep here. It's ridiculous. And all I'm saying is, uh, don't, yeah, I mean, this is insane. So we got one, two, three, the mask brigade here. Yeah. 102 controlling a female headed out of Maine refusing to wear masks. Three of them. Ma'am, go. Off. Okay, but As you know the appointed representative of the owner of this property, I will trespass you. Okay, but my point is for what? 
I'm here without a mask. mask? Yes. So you heard that, right? They're going to trespass it me. It's a state regulation. Or, it's a regulation. It's not a law. You have to wear a mask inside right. the casino. It's, it's not so a law. So either you put on a mask or you get out of my property. That's the option. So, so do we see how rude we they've cannot. become? Ma'am, they've we have become. Been very compliant we have with been. We we're customers. We're customers. Customers are being treated this rudely and disrespectfully at the win. Steve Wynn. Let's contact Steve Wynn when we go back to Beverly Hills. No, exactly. We don't wear masks. We don't wear masks. Yeah, we don't wear masks. No, we need to let America know what's going on in America. No, well, we will be going to Look at, look at, they're literally walking us out like the mask brigade. Do you know that it's not a law? Oh, wow, look at all this. Look at all this craziness. It is not a law. It's unconstitutional and unlawful yeah. to, 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 to have a mask on, okay? To mandate. mandate. Correct, but not, you know what the problem is? But, right, so see, this is the rudeness, and I've been a customer of the win. And I actually know Steve Wynn. He, li he lives in Beverly Hills, and I've actually, so, so my point is, I'm sorry? Wow. Okay, all right, but my point is, is that you're, Oh, well, I, it's his property. So my point is, is that you're making a ridiculous mandate. The, the, the state is requiring you. So I feel bad for all of you because you have to be sheep and you have to wear these masks. And I'm sure that many of you don't want to wear the masks. I can assure you that if God wanted us to wear the masks, we'd have a filter. Okay. You know what? Are you like up on me, Joy? Seriously. Do not. I, we are going to depart your property. Oh, real? Okay. Do you hear this, guys? At Win, Win is over a mask, over something that's completely not even effective. I'm being, I'm being threatened with arrest. Yes, ma'am. I'm being threatened with arrest. Yes, I, I'm not kidding you. This is what's happening, guys. This is America. I am here on a vacation to enjoy Las Vegas to breathe freely, to breathe oxygen as a free American. And yet I'm being literally threatened with arrest for not wearing something that is not even effective against. Oh, uh, I, excuse me. I think we're leaving. Yeah. Well, we're slowly up oh, <laughs> her constitutional right is to, is to threaten us with arrest. And with dogs. Okay, this is America, guys. Share this. Oh, boy. So my big question is, uh, Sean, did anyone tell her Steve Wynn doesn't run the property anymore? If she's, she's BFFs with him in Beverly Hills? <laughs> I think there's a lot that people need to tell Genevieve. I mean, my head is in my hands right now. I can't with her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right. I mean, these poor, the poor staff, obviously we can't, you guys uh, listening can't visually see it. Um, uh, maybe we'll post a link to our socials if you want to watch the video, but they're staying, they're keeping their distance from her. All the employees have masks on. This woman and her friends traveled around the wind for 10 minutes before they actually left the property. And you know what? The staff actually let her and she was going on Facebook live and she was in their face and, and she, she's, you know, going on and on about the mask brigade and, and look, they're following me. You heard it all. So they were patient with her, I must say, until the end when it was like, just leave. If you're not going to wear the mask, you have to leave. And that's what the business has to do. Maybe yeah. it's not a, a official law, but it's, you know, they can get fined and it's, they have the right to, to kick her out. 
Well, listen, this is exactly like a no shirt, no shoes, no service kind of situation, except now it's no mask, no service. You're not even allowed inside. It's as simple as that. Businesses can make whatever rules they want. If it's a private business, they can they can do that as long as it's not uh, infringing on constitutional rights, which it is not. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Just put on a freaking mask <sighs> and don't cause problems. Yeah. And if you don't feel, if you feel it's unhealthy for you, like she kept stating, it's not healthy for me to wear a mask because uh, she doesn't believe in the mask, then don't come to Vegas where we require masks. I mean, that's all we can say. Listen, we want everyone to come to Vegas and enjoy themselves. We don't love the situation either, but if our numbers continue to go up, if people keep getting close to each other without masks on and infecting people, and, and whether we know, we, we know if that's exactly true or not, it, it's like that's what we're doing here. And if you if you can't abide by the rules, then postpone your vacation and hopefully come visit us in a few months when, when we're, we don't have to wear a mask. And there is a, an attorney here in Las Vegas who is actually reaching out to people who are just like Genevieve and he's inviting them to come over to his uh, to his office and uh, he's offering consultations for a thousand dollars he says if you were refused entry to a private business for not wearing a mask if you feel like that infringes on your constitutional rights email us to schedule a consultation and for a thousand dollars we will sit down with you and explain the law office's qualifications. They'll address the specific concerns about the, the rights that you have concerning wearing a mask on private property. And then they'll sit there and mock you and laugh at you like an idiot. Mm -hmm. This is on their website. Oh, that's what it says? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I was waiting for the line there. I was like, where's this going? <laughs> oh, it's essentially come in for a thousand bucks. We'll tell you that you're being foolish. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it, it is, it, it is foolish. I'm sorry. That's how we feel. And, and it just, uh, I don't know, <laughs> but it's exhausting to see people. I mean, the thing is, is okay, but, but then don't come or don't go into a business, uh, you know, uh, that's where we're at in Las Vegas folks. Um, you know, <laughs> it's not like proud to look at, oh it God. really is. It really is. Um, I hope that we can get this under control. We all want to go back to normal. I mean, we crave it. Sean and I just logged on to record the podcast and we were talking about how, you know, we have bad days and we have good days, but it's, you know, everyone's down. We don't love it. We don't like it. We all want to be back to normal. We want to be hopping like we were before. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just, if everybody would commit just for a little bit to wear these a, a silly mask just do it and it'll make mm -hmm. things better and we can get back to the way it needs to be and you know it would also prevent people from catching coronavirus which is something that our next guest has been dealing with dana that's right. Someone that we both know for many many years um who's kind of been back and forth in Las Vegas contracted coronavirus while he was here visiting. Um, his name's Matt, and we're going to interview him. He's doing a lot better. That's the good news. But we want to talk to him about, you know, what, what his symptoms were like, uh, how he thinks, you know, he got it and what happened and how he's feeling today. A good interview with him coming up right after the break. 
Thanks so much for listening to Vegas Revealed. And if you like us, go ahead and give us a review. We'd really appreciate that. Since we are somewhat new, it always helps to keep our visibility up. And we also love hearing from all of our listeners from across the U.S. and around the world. Yeah, you can always find video interviews, content at VegasRevealed.com. We also have a YouTube page, an Instagram, a Twitter, a Facebook. Follow us on all of it. We try and post different things on all of them. It's really everything Las Vegas. And if you have an idea or a question for us, you can email us at ideas at Vegas-Revealed.com. Welcome back to Vegas Revealed. Matt Guillermo came in from Houston to celebrate his birthday here in Las Vegas. And I saw on Twitter, he posted that he contracted coronavirus. Felt terrible. I've known Matt for a long time on the social circles and and met him a long time ago when he used to work here in Las Vegas. And we wanted to check in with him. Yeah, and uh, Matt is a a former colleague of mine. I worked with him uh, for years in the uh, media industry. Um, So, yeah, we wanted to hear what Matt's experience has been like. Hey, Matt, thanks for joining us. Hey, Dana, Sean, thank you for having me. Uh, I hope um, both of you are uh, as healthy as can (laughs) be staying safe during these uh, weird times. Yeah, yeah n- knock on wood. We've been healthy up to this point. Hope to stay that way. We're sorry to hear that that hasn't necessarily been the case for you. How are you feeling? Uh, compared to a couple of weeks ago, I I feel a lot better. Um, I'm I'm not a hundred percent. I mean, late late June is supposed to be uh, my my birthday time, and I decided to come to Vegas and. Uh, wham! I got I got hit with the uh, um, coronavirus. So it's it's not exactly um, most ideal circumstances on um, being in Las Vegas at this time, but uh, it's very understandable. And um, I I had to be out here um, for now to to uh, be be as healthy and safe and uh, get back to uh, where I was. Yeah, I mean, I know that you have a condo here, so luckily you're able to stay there and kind of recover through this. But, you know, I mean, been following you for years and known you for years on Instagram and Twitter, and I saw you were coming in to celebrate your birthday. We're usually seeing you doing karaoke at Dino's and all sorts of stuff, but this has kind of put a, a damper on your uh, a damper on your trip, hasn't it? Uh, I feel so bad for you. Um, it's it's a it's a double edged sword. I mean. I, I would love to continue life as it is, uh, get back to work. But um, on the other edge of that sword, um, this is probably the most ideal quarantine that I can can experience. Um, I mean, I, I'm familiar with this place. I, uh, I know the people around here. I know the places. Mm-hmm. If I were to uh, if I were to s- step away from the quarantine. Um, but of course, I, I I know this place. I I can anticipate the swings of of the whole the whole temperature swings. Um, I've I've been through 120 degree uh, summers repeatedly. <laughs> so I it's it's nothing unfamiliar with me. Other than uh, other than just being at home, this is probably the most ideal place. And I want to uh, hear more about um, the symptoms and and how they impacted you, but 
but as you've been quarantining here and and dealing with the illness, there's kind of been this swing in Las Vegas opening back up almost full throttle and now ratcheting back again. Uh, we've seen masks mandated inside casinos. We've also, uh, as we saw just a few minutes ago here on the on the podcast, that there are people who absolutely flip their lids when they're told to wear a mask. Going through what you have been through now, where do you where do you see uh, people's responsibility in in wearing masks out in public? Well, it, it's it's now gone into the territory of touchy subject. And uh, yeah. personally, I don't I feel like it shouldn't have gone into that point uh, of of where it's uh, liberties versus public health. I mean, um, see seeing how uh, different countries from uh, from afar have done it. Um, you know, low new transmission rates and uh, just uh, f- following the crowd. I and I, I get the whole liberty, um, uh, liberty and personal liberties and uh, personal choices, and I, I get all of that. But um, at what point you you can start asking yourself at what point will it take? that public health is an overwhelming factor. Can we talk a little bit about um, how you kind of realized, okay, I think I might have COVID. I know that you were a little iffy about even mentioning it on Twitter. You didn't want the woe is me, but but you do see a lot of social media accounts where it's been very helpful for people to kind of say, okay, this isn't a cold or this isn't, you know, this is, this is more serious. So can you, can you kind of start from the beginning and let us know, you know, what you experienced? I'll go into uh, how I how I was supposed to plan out my my uh, stay here. So <laughs> I I was okay. Uh, so um, <laughs> I'll I'll just go briefly. So um, I I was only supposed to be here for a handful of days, five days. Um, mm-hmm. I I promised I promised a friend uh, that I would get um, test be, tested before I uh, was supposed to fly out to. Um, fly back home to Texas. So I, I, I went for a test. Um, I, I did the, I did the whole test, no symptoms at that point. Um, I decided just to be safe that I w- uh, would, um, stay here for a couple more days just in case I get, uh, to see what my, um, my results come back. Uh, mm-hmm. the day after the test, that's when I started feeling the the symptoms of it, and mm-hmm. it got progressive. Uh, it got the symptoms progressed by maybe two or uh, three days after the test, and by um, three days after the test, that's when I learned that I had um, what I had, the COVID. So mm-hmm. um, it, it started at that point. Uh, I was still uh, working remotely. I, I started having um, a, fe- a slight fever, disorientation, um, to the point where I I couldn't keep up with what I was uh, saying. I I didn't have a I didn't have a good uh, grasp of what uh, what I'm saying or what I'm thinking. Wow. And at that point, I, um, about three or four days after the test, um, I told my superiors I I'm not feeling well. Um, so I, that's, that's when I, uh, about five days after I, that's when I began the whole, um, 
a bedridden process. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think there was a stretch, maybe a one, one, two, maybe a three day stretch in which I never got out of my bedroom and I was wow. pretty much um, sweating pools um, on on my mattress, uh, and it was really difficult to to, uh, um, to get a grasp of because you're, you know, I know I'm having a fever. I I like I can I can feel a fever and I can feel the chills and I I feel the disorientation and I can't really um, tell a ibuprofen bottle from a from an acetaminophen bottle. So it's it's get simple processes aren't the uh, aren't what you feel like it should be normally and um it's even for mild symptoms this i'm what what would be considered a a person with mild symptoms however it it takes a toll on on what uh, on the whole um, psyche of it because uh all told i you know, symptoms are uh, mild symptoms are supposed to last maybe 10 days, maybe a, a week or 10 days to taper off by maybe a week after it, it got into a point where I had symptoms up until 12, 13 days after, after the test. Hmm. And it got to the point where maybe I'm not a mild, I don't have mild symptoms. Maybe this is, this is something that might require hospitalization, but fortunately enough, I got to the point where it, it didn't get to that point. Um, only one uh, emergency room visit, and that's about it. And and you're young. You don't fall into this, uh, you know, the the older age bracket that everybody says, oh, that's that's where the most concern lies. You're young. You're healthy, um, but this still knocked you on your butt. I appreciate the. Uh, <laughs> the, the thought there, Sean. I just turned. I just. Uh, I. I'm in my mid 30s. So, but no. I'm relatively. Yes. Re- this is relative. This. I. This is a thing that. Um. That has affected someone who's relatively young. I. Mm. I. Um. I get. Um. That point, and mm. it's. It's. From. From the information that came out early from the pandemic, it. You know. It. It definitely uh, lulled a lot of people into uh, thinking that uh, you know you're less likely to get it, and mm-hmm. I'll I'll be the first to admit that I'm I I came to Las Vegas um, even with the best precautions I I came to Las Vegas thinking yes um, you know I'm I'm relatively I'm relatively young I'm relatively healthy. Um, it, it flips on a dime just like that. Even, even for, for the most healthy people out there. And mm-hmm. uh, there, you could, you can read the numerous stories about, um, 20 or 20 somethings and 30 somethings, um, having it a lot worse than the mild symptoms and, and being feverish. But yes, it, it's very remarkable how this virus can turn on that turn on a dime on you no matter who you are and um, no matter how healthy you are yeah 
and you know, I, and I don't want to get too personal, but you know, you don't, you don't know where you, I mean, nobody knows where you got it from. You came from one place, you came to Las Vegas. I mean, we don't need to get into specifics of that. I, I don't, um, but, but I guess that's my point. So it doesn't mean, you know, I guess when we're doing this podcast, you're thinking all oh, people that are listening and might be wanting to visit Las Vegas, but I mean, you don't, you don't exactly know where you got, you don't know if you had it before or, or if you got it when you, when you got here, right? This is exactly correct. Um, I flew from Texas. Who who knew whether I got it from the airport in Texas, whether I got it on board the plane, even with the best uh, precautionary measures they have um, in there? Because uh, face it, even without a middle row, you're not exactly six feet away from the next person, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, behind you or in front of you or next to you. Um, every, every, even, as you know, even the most asymptomatic person can um, uh, uh, move that along. I mean, I, I can bore you with the, the details of where I, where the, every step that I was mm-hmm. between um, arriving and getting the test done. But I mean, it, the, the point being is that this virus is very resilient. It, it's, it's, it doesn't keep track of its movements Mm-hmm. And it's forced officials to make people track their movements. It it doesn't it doesn't get, uh, give anyone the luxury. This is a very resilient virus, and it's it's up to the individual person, m- maybe with some public health uh, um, guidance. It, it's up to every individual person to not get it and to not spread it around, even if you feel like you, um, you, you're healthy and you're asymptomatic. It, it, will t- it takes a lot of patience it, from what I can tell now. It yeah. takes a lot of patience. And I know we, a lot of us can't stand being in one place forever, but it takes a lot of patience. This is unprecedented times. Yeah. And I don't want to, um, you know, minimize the impact of this, this, illness here, but I do need to ask you, do you think that this is going to have an impact on you getting back up in front of people at the karaoke bar and belting <laughs> out your favorite song? Uh, I mean, given what we, given what we know now, um, I, I'll look the factual of the levity. Given what we know now uh, about bar, uh, bars going back to phase one, I don't think it will, I don't think at least in the interim people will, will get to that point. Um, I will uh, give you some insight uh, though. Uh, I did go to a karaoke bar when um, just before I got tested, and it, it was just like normal, except that um, it, it, the, uh, the, the microphones had these coverings. What um, what what would be crudely call, be called a um, a, um, a microphone condom, basically, just to mm-hmm. <laughs> cover cover the, the the mic head, and then um, right. um, make sure spittle doesn't get that uh, get onto the microphone. Um, the place that I went to, they uh, wiped down their microphones. They they made peop- um, singers uh, cover the mic heads, and if uh, if there was a duet, um, it would be like you know six feet apart. Yeah, social distancing. Uh-huh. So, I mean, um, there was a lot of precaution, uh, even uh, fitting into the whole 
guidance and hold guidelines of uh, capacity and whatnot. But um, yes, I, I'm, I'm getting to the point where um, possibly this might be turning into a TikTok rev, uh, revolution for karaoke, <laughs> except that it's only like, it's not like, it's not like a four minute song, you know, it's one minute yeah. and you have, you have to add choreography. And I'm, <laughs> I'm the worst dancer out there. So, but can you still hit those big notes? <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, no, it's, it, it's, it's, it's all about the showmanship, Sean. I mean, yeah. like it's, it is. it's, it's a all total package. The, it's, yeah. it's not just the, the singing. If you sing, you're like, you're vastly ahead of other people. So it's, um, yeah, it, all, all, I, all I've been thinking about uh, heading into the whole Vegas trip was how um, bars and karaoke places would handle this. So yeah, um, I'm glad the one uh, place that I go to Dino's um, on Las Vegas in Wyoming, they, um, they, they had it covered. They had it covered. So mm -hmm. who knows how, what it'll look like uh, rolling back to phase one. And, and I'm just curious because I see a lot of people um, talk about the no taste thing. Did you experience that where your taste was gone? What was that like if you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the no taste, it, it's, um, it's double for me. It was no taste, no sense of smell. Wow. And it was, it, um, it started, those symptoms started off pretty much early on. Um, it was to the point where, Food was meaningless to me. Um, combine that with um, the, it's a common symptom in, uh, in um, getting this COVID, but it's uh, um, ha having loss of appetite as well. So mm -hmm. getting like, I, I know I need to, to uh, in my mind during this whole thing, I knew I needed to eat and have my vitamins and, um, and try to, get my nutrients up to uh, gain some immunity out of this, but it was pretty much meaningless. Like um, I was eating for texture. Do you, I mean, imagine, imagine eating a, del, uh, a slice of deli meat and it's just, it's, you have a different perspective on it. It's, it's just basically grainy strands yeah. um, to your tongue. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a weird feeling. Um, I think I'm still experiencing the loss, uh, loss of sense of smell. Um, uh, I learned from my brother, who is a physician himself, that the, um, the the disease or the virus goes directly for the part of the um, um, this part of the brain or the part of um, uh, the, the sensory part that goes, uh, that specifically is all about your, um, your, your, your sense of smell and your sense of taste. Uh, I, I, I didn't really get the whole science of it, but it, I mean, it makes sense. If it's common like that, then, you know, it, you, you can tell that that's the beginning of, uh, of the symptoms for you. And it doesn't, you don't necessarily have to start off with a fever or, or um, uh, being disoriented. Um, the loss of smell and taste is a good uh, telltale um, yeah. to, to get tested. And it, it, 
it doesn't have to start with coughs or anything. It, it can definitely start with the um, with something as basic as that. Right. Well, we're we're glad that you're that you're on the mend now, Matt, and we appreciate you taking the time to to talk about your experience with us. I mean, if it's if it helps anyone out there, um, um, other other than the evangelizing about masks and whatnot, um, I, I, the one thing I can um, say, if you do get it, um, I mean, stay inside, uh, mm-hmm. limit your contact with anyone. Um, there's a lot um, as far as uh, um, getting what you need. If, if you don't have what you need, um, there are a lot of um, very, eager to please delivery drivers who do contactless uh, drop-offs. So mm-hmm. um, you right. can certainly utilize that. Yeah. I mean, I know that uh, just getting through it is, and you're on the up and up, or, do you have good days and bad days uh, or are you just continuing to get better? I'm just continuing to get better. Um, good. Good. It doesn't, it's, it's a lot better than um, a couple uh, a week ago where I was literally uh, sat up in an emergency room. So it's yeah. a lot better. Well, we um, look forward to a full recovery for you. And then I know you'll head back to Texas, but we hope you'll come back and see us again. Hey, hey I, I'll never forget this place. I'm definitely coming <laughs> back. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. You love Vegas. We love that. <laughs> yeah. 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 You you know how to how to make a guy feel treated, uh, virus or not. Whether you whether this city gave it to me, who knows? Yeah, so. <laughs> who knows? Right. Listen, yeah. Matt. Thanks so much. Take care of yourself. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Sean. Right. Thank you, Dana. I appreciate you guys, and um, I stay healthy out there. Yes. Be well, Matt. We appreciate you. Coming up next, Dana and Sean's tips. time for Dana and Sean's tips and boy we're we're running low on Vegas tips Sean because Vegas has just kind of been a little bit of a roller coaster but I guess our biggest one is just wear a mask yes wear a mask so that we can get back to uh all the Vegasy kind of tips that we want to be able to talk about that's right and you know we used a app last week called Clipisode, and we put out a question you know how people were feeling about coming back to Vegas if they were ready to visit and and that was fun and then this week we're kind of using one of their sister apps called Answers RN and we put a question out there for listeners asking them if they had to make a choice uh, when it came to slot machines would you put your money in win a lot at first and then walk away and then you'd have like two or three more days here in Vegas and just keep the money and not play slots anymore? Or would you be happy with your 20 bucks going in and being able to play all day? It's super easy to to leave us feedback. All you have to do is click the link. You don't have to download anything. Uh, Melissa, Gretchen, and Michelle are avid gamblers and (laughs) they gave us their responses. Check this out. So first, it depends on how much money I won. If I won a ton of money where I could win, like live the rest of my life, take that money and run. But if I only won maybe a hundred bucks, I'd keep that baby rolling, rolling, rolling until I win the mega bucks. Well, hello, Sean and Dana. I just want to let you know I am a play all day kind of girl. So give me that 20 bucks. I'm going to sit at the casino all day and I am going to people watch because it is going to be the best yet. So count me in. I'm play all day. I am definitely not a take and go girl. So 
I always plan to win and walk away, but usually I stay and play all day. All right. Well, Dana, in my case, I would just want to hit a big jackpot and get the hell out. <laughs> I know. Listen, I'm good with just having the rest of the, the time free. And I mean, it's fun to play slot machines, but hey, if you win right away, right, take it and go. But love the responses. A I lot know. of fun. So- <laughs> Keep an eye out for uh, these links, that the videos and the links that we send out. Super easy to record your response, and um, we'd love to include it here on Vegas Revealed. That's for sure. And I'm going to lead into your tip, uh, Sean, with this this post I saw today of people kind of doing like a new word, the Corona Coaster. Okay, and it says it's a noun. It's the ups and downs of a pandemic. One day you're loving your bubble, doing workouts, baking banana bread, and going for long walks. The next you're crying, drinking gin for breakfast, and missing people you don't even like. Uh, isn't that the truth? <laughs> it is the truth. But I thought of you uh, when I when I saw the baking banana bread part, because I know that you've been doing a lot of cooking at home, and you had a great tip, a great suggestion during this this quarantine time of what we can what we can do to kind of pass on family traits. Yeah, that's right. First, I, I thought you were going to say that you thought of me when it said <laughs> drinking gin for breakfast. Well, that, that's yeah. always a given. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, this is a great time. Since we all have more time at home, it's a good time to compile a bunch of uh, family recipes. You may not have a family cookbook full of all the recipes that maybe your mom and grandma or your aunt, like we all have those dishes that we can identify almost to specific people growing up. And how cool is it to to compile all of those recipes in one place and Find out the story behind that recipe. Get that all written down in one place. And then you have a a family keepsake in addition to a great go-to recipe book. No, I agree because, you know, in this digital age too, a lot of things we're just doing on our computer. And I've actually noticed I've started to unwrap like a lot of little like um, things I've gotten through the years, whether they were gifts or or, or, uh, publicity drops or whatever of journals and stuff. I've been using those books more to hand write stuff down. And I think, you know what, to pass on through the family, like handwritten recipes is really cool too. So, you know, maybe it's it's time to, to start writing again instead of typing everything down and storing it in the computer. But that's a great idea. And it can kind of make it a little bit more fun because I know a lot of people are kind of like, all right, I feel like I've cooked for the 100th millionth time. I'm getting tired of it. But if you put a little bit of family background with it, it can be more fun. Yeah, it makes it fun. And there's stories, great ways to, um, you know, connect with with family members and have something specific to talk about rather than, hmm, are you doing okay? Are you depressed (laughs) today? It's true. And whenever I do, uh, whenever I go to eat and people have left like leftovers that they haven't touched at all, everyone always says, do you want to take it? Like um, I was with some people uh, last week, we went out for Indian and there was like a whole thing of lentils nobody touched. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take it. So I, I use a lot of that and then I combine it with things that I have and make create my own recipe. That's what I've been doing lately. Ooh. Like oh, I'll take this ground chicken and then I'll pour the lentils in, stovetop it and then put it in a Tupperware and like eat it for a few days. It's really good. <laughs> That's kind of fun. You could have your own uh, Food Network show. With that. <laughs> yeah, the leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> there you call it, the take home. Or I, if I if nobody wants something, I always take it and give it to the guys at my front desk. They always appreciate it as well. I know, so. I know they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, you know, we never thought we'd be talking about, you know, family recipes and cooking at home on Vegas Revealed when we started nope. it, but 
that's where we're at, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make do. And right now we need to stay safe. Uh, come enjoy. Wear a mask. Uh, we're here. Vegas is partially open. Uh, well, we're about 75% open. No, we're about 50% open. <laughs> and just wear a mask so that we don't have to turn into a podcast about crocheting potholders. We Please. don't want that. And no. we know you don't want that either. <laughs> we want entertainment gr- back. Lots of Vegas entertainment good stuff. Let's make it yeah. happen. Let's make it happen. All right, everyone. Have a great week. Bye.